Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk pitching and a first round letdown next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, May 24th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's start with Zach Wheeler, who kind of just looks like Zach Wheeler again. Over his last five starts, he's got a 1.40 ERA. Scott, what do you think about what we've seen? And is he climbing up the ranks? Yeah, he definitely is. He seems back on track. It's been... He starts at a run, actually, a combined five earned runs in his past five starts and the velocity, which was lagging early, understandably, because he basically didn't have the spring training. Uh, it's 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 picked up. It's it's back to where we're used to seeing it last year when he was runner up for NL Cy Young. So I think I think we he deserves to be treated with with that kind of reverence. I'm going to move him up to sixth in my rest of season rankings at starting pitcher. And he is. I think somebody you could treat as a legitimate ace going forward. Well, is this gentleman legitimate? Let's talk about Tyler Anderson, who had his best start of the season at the Nationals. Eight shutout innings with eight strikeouts to zero walks. The ERA is down to 3.30. Scott, what do you think about Tyler Anderson now with the Dodgers? These Dodgers with their (laughs) devil magic, just doing all kinds of Dodgers things. Tyler Anderson is the latest example. He was a fringy streamer type for for basically his entire career. And now suddenly he looks like a top of the rotation type Uh, 21 swinging strikes on 101 pitches in this start. And even leaving that out, he he entered today with it with what would have been a top 12 swinging strike rate if he had the innings to qualify. So he is missing bats unlike we've ever seen him do before. And it it comes down to the changeup, the changeup, He's throwing it more. It's, it's his most thrown pitch this year, but it's a much better changeup too. It has a. It looks like an elite pitch all of a sudden. I don't know what work the Dodgers have done with him, but I, I imagine they're behind it because that's just the kind of thing they do. So I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know how sustainable it is, but it's it's the kind of it's the kind of thing that's hard to fake. It's exactly what you want to see from a p- potential breakout candidate at starting pitcher. I think Tyler Anderson fits that description. That changeup alone has a 26% swinging strike rate entering Monday's start. That was just 15% last year. So you're right. Whatever the Dodgers have figured out, it's working quite well for Tyler Anderson. Things are not going right for Alex Cobb right now. Unfortunately, another start where he gave up up six runs against the Mets on Monday. He did have seven strikeouts in this one. Scott, he has a 6.25 ERA, does Alex Cobb. The XFIP is 2.32. Are we holding on to Alex Cobb? Yeah, I am. I mean, when in doubt, trust the the XFIP. There have been some weird things going on. With him, his past two starts in which he's allowed a combined 13 earned runs. His ERA was below four prior to that. It's still not great, but it's, you know, it wasn't cause for concern. So in this start, it looked like he gave up a lot of uh, a lot of weak hits. 
among those 10 hits. And then some not so weak hits came with some of those, those guys on base. So he kind of got Babbitt to death in this one. You give him a pass for that. Previous one was at Coors Field. You always give the pitcher a pass for a bad start at Coors Field. Uh, he still has an elite whiff rate, an elite ground ball rate. He has added two miles per hour on his fastball from a year ago. His splitter is is still a, a, a prime pitch, and I trust the success the Giants have had with, with these sorts of uh, th- these sorts of veterans getting the most out of them, having you know uh, unlocking their full potential. I think Cobb, in the long run, is going to be the latest example of that, even if it's been rough lately. All right, I've refer- I referenced a first round letdown at the top of the podcast. Who is that? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Scott, we got a great email sent in that highlighted how Vlad feasted in the minor league ballparks that he played in last year, uh, but so far this year, not nearly as good. He last had a home run on May 5th. He has zero extra base hits and two RBI in his last 15 games. What have you seen from Vlad? Are you actually worried? I'm not actually worried. I mean, look, he almost won a triple crown last year. He led the majors in home runs. How likely is he to do that again? No, not, not, not that likely. I mean, that was going to be tough to repeat that anyway, but is he going to be a stud hitter? I still think that's true. He's, he's still impacting the ball about as hard as anyone. Well, and, and doing it with a much lower strikeout rate than you'd expect for a player who impacts the ball that hard. And, and when you combine that kind of exit velocity with that kind of contact rate, good things are going to happen. He's had problems elevating in the past and those have resurfaced in May. Wasn't so bad in April. So, pre, you know, presumably he can turn that around quickly again. And, and for as bad as his May has been, he still has seven home runs on the year. Not a great total, especially for a guy who had 48 last year, but you know, that's the same number Kyle Tucker has. That's the same number um, Jazz Chisholm has, Reese Hoskins, Trevor Story, who, who's been homering all the time lately. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not like he's, you know, he hit six in April. So if he gets back to doing that in June, he'll be, he'll be back where you want him to be. All right, Vlad, get back on track. We need you, buddy. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.